just intro. Let me just intro. Yo, what's up? It's your girl DJ Narc. I'm here with Carolina. Say hi. Hi. What's up, <laughs> so we're just hanging out, smoking, and we were talking about something. We're talking about men and what we think of men in terms of attraction and providing and gold digging, etc. So Carolina feels very passionate about this. So I'm gonna like hand it over to her, and then yeah. And we're going to talk about it. So, welcome. Go for it. Here I go. So, we were talking about how women are attracted to a man that can provide, that, that is able to provide, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, that can go two ways. Because you can say that you want a man to provide because you need someone to support you. You're not able to do it yeah. on your own. But the way that I go for it is like I need a man to provide because I'm also a provider. And mm-hmm. I feel like the two of us providing makes something. You know, unfortunately, many people, and I speak from experience, come across the opposite, where you are a provider and you think that you're marrying someone like you, so you don't take the time out to be like, hey, what are you doing with your money? Mm -hmm. Where is this going? Mm -hmm. Like, are you putting it somewhere? Mm -hmm. You know, but you take charge because you're so used to taking charge that you Mm -hmm. completely neglect that side of it. You're assuming they're an alpha like you're an alpha. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think that it's important to have that. Like, I'm a provider, so I need to find someone that is also a provider, Mm -hmm. that's my partner, my equal. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I don't want to live off him. As a matter of fact, I would never use your money to buy you a gift. I would use Mm -hmm. my money to buy you a gift, you know? Right, But it's nice to even say that. Okay, so my point was that I don't think that a man who doesn't have his financial life together should have sex or dating as a priority. If you don't have your life together, if you don't have money in the bank, if you don't have a great job, you have no business out here fucking or trying to fuck. I'm just trying to understand where do you even go with your date because I have a 13-year-old kid and when my kid goes to the movies, I have to minimum give him 60, 80 bucks. Right. So if th- that's what's going on for a 13-year-old, right. Right. as a grown man, who are these <laughs> guests? Yes. Where, where are these women? Okay, this is what's going oh on in 2019. God. I'm going to tell you. Okay, what's going on in 2019 is guys buy $300 worth of weed. They get on Tinder. They get on Bumble. They get on the league. They get on whatever version of it that they fall at, you know. And they swipe right, swipe left, especially if they're good looking. They got to spend zero money. They bought the ounce of weed. You are going to come over or they're going to, you know, maybe they want to take you to the park or something. And that's if like they're in a very super romantic mood and you're super hot. I don't know this from experience. I just know from people who tell me things like this. You go over there, you smoke, and then I guess you fuck. And that's, and that's all and that's it. There is nothing in any way attractive to me about somebody who would rather be doing that than getting money because if you have zero money in the bank and your priority is getting stoned and fucking we have nothing in common no like i'm not turned on if i have financial problems i i I, my brain doesn't go there you know what i mean like if i'm worried about my financial security i'm not i don't feel like fucking so if you are in oh, financial, like... That's me, by the way. I'm always thinking about my financial security. Therefore, I never feel like fucking. <laughs> you know, but you had those moments, right? You, you had those moments. 
where you didn't have any financial worries and you really your libido goes crazy because you really don't have any worries you and know. you are out here like looking at people like ooh ah but if you it, i feel like that person that man his priorities would be have to would have to be so out of whack that like imagine what other priorities are out of whack like if you would rather pick <coughs> fucking <coughs> over financial security because if you can't provide for someone right not that again <coughs> not that we want them to provide no. but if you can't provide for someone right right because bad things happen sometimes in a couple mm-hmm. in a relationship one can get sick uh-huh accidents can happen god forbid you yes know? pregnancy so, hello anything it consequences it could be mystery yeah you know, it could be a combination of whatever it is the point mm-hmm. is is that you want to be in a marriage when something fortunate or unfortunate happens uh-huh. your partner can say babe i got you don't worry mm-hmm. which is not the situation for everyone and i don't think that you should be dating somebody Unless you're both like, you know, 20 something right out of college and you're both like, we're going to build this together and you really trust it. I don't think you should be dating someone who's like, especially at our age. Holy shit. If you're in your 40s and you're dating men who don't have their financial security together. This age is scary. That's fucking insane. This age is like, no, you should choose. That's fucking insane. I'm not even. I. I. If you don't wear a suit to work, you don't turn me on. And I get like that the whole tech crowd, they wear t-shirts to work and they're billionaires. I get that. But I'm not turned on by the type of billionaire you are. Like if you play video games all day and drop acid and do mushrooms to find yourself because your startup made a billion dollars, I'm not attracted to you. I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. <laughs> like, yeah. I need you to get up every morning and like shave and go to work. Yes. And do something. <laughs> so I can Take fuck you when you get home. <laughs> like, I'm just not, I don't know why, but like, I, it's a very traditional, like, you're going to go out there and hunt. Yeah. Go do that and wear the war paint and wear the armor and wear all this because that's what it is. Yeah, but I think it's because you have the mentality of succeed because that's what succeeding is. So when you join exactly. a partnership, it's like you constantly push each other to grow. Mm-hmm. It's not because you meet each other, you kind of have a sense though, right? So all these girls are marry rich or all these guys are marry rich. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm comfortable. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hang out here. Let's let's see how long we can go. Yeah. That's when think it's fucked. Yeah. You know, but then you have other people that are like, you know, I'm given this opportunity. I'm going to fucking blow this by a hundred. Uh-huh. Well, I'm also not attracted to people who have generational wealth. Every time I meet a guy who has, like, two, three generations of wealth, like, he's wealthy, Mm -hmm. they all have this certain quality that, to me, is very much, like, it's like a bitch, bitchiness. They're, like, kind of like catty women. They have this weird quality where they're, like, they've never had to do anything. They never had to try. Mm-hmm. They never had to get a job. They never had to, like, succeed. Mm-hmm. They've never had to worry about money. They have no, like, um, killer instinct. And they seem very, like, girly to me. Girl. But not in an attractive way. Not, you know, like, I, I love a guy who looks like a girl. Generational wealth money. Very few in the city, but definitely more in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can definitely tell them apart. Like, just the way they see and everything it's so soft like, yeah it's so and like breathy and like, and, yes, you know and I'm just like ah. 
No, I need you to be like a drug dealer and then you like, you know, went to school and got your life together and started covering up your tattoos. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I, I'm just much more attracted to like a self-made person is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't I don't like people who've had, had stuff handed to I them. am not discriminating of anyone out there. <laughs> I think you would do very well with generational wealth. I think you would fit our new right Any in. Any type of wealth from my wife. You'd be oh like, God. yes, darling. Yeah. I love it. This reminds me of Ecuador. <laughs> In the mountains, In the darling. The <laughs> Let's go to the coast. It'd be scandalous. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is crazy. We sound terrible now. <laughs> me and Redley do this the whole time we were in Jamaica. I would put on this fake. So, like, I have this one character that I do. Which one? He's, like, he's about, like, 70. Oh, wow. Right? He's older. Yeah, he's 70. He's a white British man who loves his wife. Okay. They travel all the time. Is she British, too? She's British as well. Okay. Um, and, and he's just really excited about things. And okay. he's very, like, poetic. So, like, we're watching the sunset. So as soon as I was, like, drinking the shrimp tea, right? I was like, darling, this sunset reminds me of Tulum. <laughs> you remember, darling? And Redley was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, what are you doing? And after like three or four days, she was like, I really like that guy. I was like, I know I like him too. <laughs> He's I cool, man. When we go. He's cool. Yeah, it's just like, it's a vibe. Like, That's crazy. You know, it's, it's again, it's that generational wealth. After a certain level of being wealthy, men become very artistic and poetic because they really have never had to do anything. So they're like, oh. The sunset, my God. You know, like, they're, like, really moved by, it's like... It's so funny that you say you know? that. There's this show on Bravo. <laughs> you should watch it when you're bored. It's actually on demand now. I'm kind of annoyed. My parents switched to... Fires? Vials? Why is everyone switching to well, these Because my father was paying almost $300. Yo, they were really out of control, though. The, I'm serious. The prices were getting way out of control. Like, my father was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, exactly. And then because the the house number and everything is connected, <clears throat> if my father... You had to like, change everything. father didn't want to lose his number because he's had it for over 25 years. That's my mom, number. too. Same. So in order to do that, they <clears throat> had to move to files. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that they want to keep the... South American channels and the sports mm-hmm. channels, mm-hmm. but because of that, now we lost like Bravo and E. Because you had to it's choose. Different, oh, mm-hmm. so annoying. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't do it, my father did. But it needs to focus, those channels work. Anyhow, the point is there is a show on Bravo, it's called Mexican Royalty. Oh, how interesting. And it follows around three the Mexican dynasties. And mm-hmm. it follows around three fa- uh, super famous families in Mexico. Okay. One of them is Fernando Allende, which he used to be a singer. He's also, like, known here. He did soap operas here. Okay. Really hot, and he has two kids. Okay. One of them, he's, like, he wants to be a, a superstar. <laughs> he's hilarious. Otherwise, but he doesn't need, he, he's Mexican, Puerto Rican, because the mom's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't even look Spanish. Okay. Then there's a brother who was an upcoming singer. He's married to Miss Universe. Okay. Who was Miss Universe. Go ahead. was a Miss Puerto Rico. Okay. And now they're coming out with a record. So okay. that's one family. Hilarious. The second family is, um, there's a Mexican soda. It's called Jarritos or okay. Chorritos, whatever. Like, they're the... Owners. The owners of it, like the father was the <clears throat> owner. The mom looks like Joan Rivers. Oh, she's Mexican, but like okay. a gorgeous. Mm. Like a, like if Joan Rivers never did surgery, like oh. beautiful. Okay. She looks so white. 
And then the third one is two brothers, and I forget why they're famous, but they also have their own show. They started a show on YouTube or whatever. And he's the first um, gay couple. He's the first gay man in Mexico to adopt children. Okay, good for him. Oh, that's very progressive in Mexico, huh? Considering but how your, Catholic it's been for so long. Your point, I'm talking about, so they, when they're filming it, Fernando Allende, Fernando Allende lives in a penthouse in Mexico City. Okay, ooh. And he has a full staff. Sexy. Full staff. I hmm. have to... Where's my phone? I have to... You have to see them. It's right here. Um, This Gucci shit. Yeah, that Gucci Yo, shit. Yo, that, that's shit. a hot case. Thanks, Baba. What was I going to say? Um, and he has, like, a full staff, and they in filming, like, he'll kick, they get up at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Oh, my God. It's a different life, bro. Uh Yo, you know what we need to do now that we have this production company and we're doing the podcast? Yeah. We need to go to Cannes next year in May. We'll go Fuck for my yeah. birthday. Because the film festival, because we're a production company, we can go to the Quasette and get tickets to the premieres. Stop Walk it. Walk the fucking red carpet. I'm serious. How do you know all these things? That's what I did it in 20... When did I do it? In 20... Uh, in 2004, I did it. I went with my ex-husband. I went with Brad to the film festival. That's, That's what the photos crazy. are from with the orange sari. I wore all my mom's saris that yeah. she had made the year I was born. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing those pictures. Mm-hmm. We should go. We should go in May. Oh I can God, apply I for that shit that. now. You're crazy. I'm going to do it. I think we should go, the three of us. And we can celebrate my birthday. We can stay in oh like a God, chateau yes. in like Antibes, like out, like 20 minutes outside the... I don't want to stay in Cannes. It gets like really noisy. I could probably try to go through work too. Mm-hmm. Yo, word, you good. Yeah. Bro, we'll get let's all those fuck it. You get us into the parties. I get I'll get us into the, the premieres. Yes, I can get to boom, all the parties. Boom, boom, All the networks. And they're all in yachts. Okay, per- and Redley's going to meet everyone there and make friends with everybody. <laughs> no, you... When, I, when we were in Geneva, the way I saw Redley work that room, she, like, she's very captivating, you know, because she's, yeah. like, fluent in, like, American English, but she's fluent in, like, that... Genovoise, like French, the way yeah. they speak there, but then she's like speaks Haitian French. She's like, she's Yo. very, she's like an ambassador type of person, yeah. you know? Like, she's just she's really good with people, man. Yeah. Like, she can make friends with anybody, and she's very like charming. She'll just sit there and like smoke her cigarette or like her little thing. thing that she's smoking, you know, and people will just keep coming and up to her. She's also very protective of her friends. Oh my god, this guy, I like he, that. like, um, so when we were in Geneva for New Year's Eve. We went to this little bar, and they were playing Afrobeats, and it was amazing, and we had so much fun. And then I went to the bar. The bartender was so hot, right? The bartender was so hot. But I couldn't hit on him. He hit on me, but I couldn't hit on him, or, like, I couldn't return his affections because there had been something previous between him and Redley. Oh. And so I was like, as soon as she told me, she was like, oh, like, I get that you think he's hot, but, like, just so you know. And I was like, oh, boom. Like, okay. So... He didn't get it. The next time I saw him, he was like, wow. Like, he walked right up to me, and he was like, oh, my God. Like, you look so beautiful. And I was like, yeah, and he looks so cute. And I felt so bad because I was like, thanks. And I just turned and walked away. And he was like, no, but not even. Not even. I was like, bitchy. I was like, thanks. And, like, just, like, walked away. And he was like, so I go to the bar later to get a drink. And he ignored me on purpose. Well, you ignored him first. Whatever. And this drunk guy comes up to me and gets right in my face and, like, basically tried to, like, grope me. 
and then the bartender like waited he noticed this how fucked up guys are he noticed that it was happening and didn't say anything until i looked over at him and asked him for help and then he came over and like made a macho fuss about it and <laughs> tried to be all like but then regardless what a piece of shit i um go downstairs i casually tell redley redley's like i didn't even have to tell her i go and sit down she goes what's wrong and I was like, nothing. She was like, what happened? Why do you look like this? What's wrong? And I was like, uh, this is what happened. Because it was New Year's Eve. I didn't want to, yeah. like, you know, fuck up our night over some douchebag who's just, like, being fucking drunk and stupid. And I told her, yo, like, she sat there for a second. <laughs> and, like, five minutes later, the owner walked by and she was like, excuse me. I need to speak to you. And in French, she told him off for, like, 10 minutes straight he didn't get one word in she was just talking and i was like (laughs) like you could just see what she was saying and she like she was like this has got to stop this keeps happening in your establishment you're gonna get a reputation people are gonna know not to come here you don't want beautiful girls in here like she like fucking let him have it and he was so apologetic he was so embarrassed he was so like thank god oh my god like get the fuck out no no she's like she they love having her there like she's like um people there know her yeah they know who she is like she was like in the design world she's like it's geneva's very small okay right and she was like part of this like fashion crowd that everyone so like when she goes places people know who she is they he was like oh my god i'm so sorry Stop. like i feel so bad he came and told me what can i do i'm so sorry that happened to you and i was like it's okay like everybody like but she was really pissed she was like no you're my guest like this girl came in from out of town this is what you want her to experience and then the fucking hot bartender comes downstairs and he's like oh redley can i switch seats with you right and he comes and sits next to me and lights a cigarette lights two cigarettes and hands one to me and sits there like this with his shoulders like squared guys <laughs> are so stupid and it's like it sucks man and i was like uh-huh <laughs> he was like do you want to talk about it and i was like no <laughs> none at all and he goes he goes that's oh, okay i'll just sit here and smoke with you and i was like okay fine <laughs> never have a brother yeah they do there's many of them really are you the type that dates the better looking brother come on tell me totally i would (laughs) has that been your experience in the past that you got the better looking brother i did date two friends though no i didn't i'm not talking about you dated i'm talking about you dated someone and then you met their brother and they were like damn i I wish i no no No? (laughs) i've never had had that experience they've always had younger brothers Uh, yeah and because well, we were young, I'm assuming they were probably, like, if I was 18, they were probably, like, 12. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would be a little weird, Amber, but okay. Well, no, I was, no, I was thinking, like, in the movies. In the movies, they always show, like, a white girl who, like, is Amber. dating somebody. I'm, uh, the Scorpio's an only child. <laughs> Ain't nobody else like him. Um, uh, Baba's dad is the only boy. 
Like, he, he only has a sister. Mm-hmm. Brad has brothers, but they were, like, 12. That's not what I meant. I meant, like, there's, like, this scenario where, like, I don't know, you're in your 20s, and you, like, date some guy, and then, like, you go to dinner with his older brother, and he's, like, super way hotter. Or you're, like, oh, my God, the guy I'm dating is so much hotter. So they, I don't know. I've seen this in movies, so I was, like, wondering if you've had that experience. No, I wish. That would be a nice experience to have. <laughs> like, juicy. 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 <laughs> She thinks it's all compatible. Like, I'm like, guess what? <laughs> but then it's awkward because then, like, every time, like, your date comes over, like, mm. meaning, like, the younger brother or whatever, mm. you're going to be like, Ugh. Okay, so what happened to me was they weren't, they're not brothers, but they were best friends, and I didn't know they were best friends, and I knew them both independently. Uh-huh. And then my world collided when they both ended up in the same restaurant, and I was at to dinner with one. Okay. And the other one happened to be there. Okay. Like walking through, he was working in the back. Okay. Like having a shoot. And then all of a sudden they realized, like, I thought, I thought one of them was Dutch and one of them was Danish because I was an ignorant American when I met one, so I thought Danish meant Dutch. And then when I met the other one, I knew what Denmark was, so I thought Danish meant Danish. So when I saw them both in the same place, I was like, whoa, you guys know each other? They were like, we're best friends. And I was like, oh my God. Literally, as soon as it happened, I, like, got up and excused myself and went to the bathroom and just, like, stood in the bathroom staring at myself for, like, a good ten minutes. Just, like, what are you going to do now? <laughs> like, what happened what did you now? Do? Um, I went upstairs and uh, I sat down and the, uh, the, 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 the dude that, like, walked through in the restaurant is someone that I met when I was, like, 18 and I just like left my parents house right okay. I decided that I didn't want to live there anymore and um me and this Filipino girl Carolina the one that you met that mm-hmm. we used to go out with we went to she? she's great she got two kids oh, a boy wow. and a girl mm-hmm. her and her husband her husband's Sri Lankan they're still married okay um you know she's living the life living the life did she stay in the in the island um yeah she's still okay. here in Manhattan yep She's one of us. She's not going nowhere. Um, so we went. I was living with her. She took me in when I left my parents. She had a beautiful house, her parents' house. Yeah, she, that was her place. They gave it to her for a graduation. The one with the pool in the backyard. No, 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 no. This is the Filipino girl that lives on, um, like, Lower East Side. The Wait, one that no, has... I don't know her. I'm yeah, not... you do. She was the Filipino girl that we used to go out dancing with. What do you... <laughs> How do you want me to describe it? I tried to like describe it in ways like <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> anyway, so we went to a party. <laughs> we went to a party and I walked by this guy and I had never seen anybody look like that in my life. His eyes were like turquoise. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the fuck is that? It looked like a cat. Sitting like in the, the corner. Ashtray. Yeah, yeah, just like that. It looked I like see. a cat oh. sitting in the corner, dark hair, dark eyebrows, oh my God. fucking turquoise. Yes. I was like, oh my god! Like I was eighteen. Like, I was wearing this amazing me. dress. I was like, one hundred five pounds, something sick. You know, like because I'll, now you're like one hundred five point nine. No, no, no. I'm saying it to be like I was too skinny. I was bones, but like it was the nineties. Like bones were in. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's yeah, what it was. It was. Like look. Yeah, exactly. And I was, like, out of the house, fucking doing 
trucks, like doing whatever the fuck I wanted. Oh Let's go to this model God. party. Hey, yo. You know, we went, boom, we walk in. Guys from the Madonna videos there, the Marcus Schenkenberg, he's like, everybody, everybody was there. It's like one of those Zoolander type parties. Mm-hmm. Walking around, this guy is sitting in the corner, and I shit you not, every fucking five minutes you look over, there's another woman sitting on the arm of the, but every woman is prettier than the last one. I'm talking like every Swedish model in the place is like licking him, basically. Like just sitting next to him, trying to get to talk to him. Sitting on the arm of his chair, leaning over him. Like women that you're seeing in every magazine. Women that you're seeing on the runways. Like everywhere, Beautiful. those women are like literally sitting at his feet, trying to get his attention. They're all speaking some other language. I see it. I walk by. I see that going on. I'm like, okay, no place for me. You know, I'm 18, been in an all-girls school for four years, no, zero game. What am I supposed to do? I just, like, walk by. Walk by, like, five minutes later because I'm a stalker, right? I'm like, oh, my God, he's still sitting there. Oh, my God, he's still hot. Oh, my God, the women are all different. Like, it's, like, totally different crop of women, like, five different women. I'm like, wow, this is, like, changing over, like, really fast. Like, okay. A few more times, I do it like three times, four times, five times, six times. Uh, because I was just, no, but it was a small space. I was just walking yeah. around. I was just looking. I walk by, and he holds his hand out like this, and it catches the top of my thigh. Oh. And he was like, are you going to, I goes, are you going to keep walking by, or are you going to sit down? And I was like, he told <gasps> me. <laughs> I said, I'm going to sit down. <laughs> The next time I so so then it, it, it escalated very quickly. There wasn't a lot of talking. <laughs> I don't uh, whatever. Um, so here I am in this restaurant, and this is the next time I see him ever in life. It's been like fifteen years or something. Of course, you assume if every five minutes there were five girls that. How this being yeah, would every and, and since then you've seen him everywhere in every billboard and every magazine yeah. and every surely you're safe because this motherfucker don't remember shit he don't remember nothing there's hoes everywhere right like no problem I go to the bathroom anyway just to be safe because I'm freaking out I'm like oh there goes eyes <laughs> oh my god go to the bathroom come up sit down dude is sitting there all tats showing he's covered covered in tattoos sits there oh i love it sits there like this with his like hand on his jaw and he's like looking at me he goes what happened where'd you go and i was like i i went to the bathroom he's like what happened and i was like i went to the bathroom and I, looked, and I looked at the other person there, and he was like, you know, and he, like, got it. Like, we don't yeah. know each other. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're not, yeah, <laughs> we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Yeah. We don't know each other. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, uh, it became, like, this bizarre thing. Because, like, we knew <laughs> Right? <laughs> so it's like... Talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> right? So there were times where, like, the person would be like, why do I feel like when I hang out with you guys, like, I'm invisible? Oh. Uh, 
and then crazy. And then <laughs> you're such a you're Sophie. Guess guess shit. Everything has to be about you. Guess what the fuck? Guess lighting. Guess lighting. Guess lighting. Oh my god. Yo. Oh my god. And then his his pregnant girlfriend called me. Yes, girl. Oh, it was so dramatic. She said, he said he's not coming home. And I was like, he was staying here. And I was like, what? You were harboring a daddy? What? No, I wasn't harboring anybody. (laughs) No, no, no. He's a stoner. So all we did was just hang out in the bathroom. Like all the time. But he's like a stoner. Like I'm a stoner. Marty whispered, he's not here, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was. I don't know if he is anymore. It doesn't matter. Um... And she was like, he's not coming home. You have to tell him that he needs to come home. I'm so about to ring, give birth. Ring. He's I, not coming home. He goes, <laughs> she goes, I'm about to give birth. You know that, right? And I was like, why are you telling me like I did something? I'm not doing anything. And she was like, you know. And I was like, ugh. So then that night, they decide to go out. They go out. And he's calling me while they're out drinking. And he calls me from the cab and he's like, hi, I just found this like world famous photographer and I told him your idea about the burqa and the Marilyn Monroe and he wants to do the photo. Come on, let's go. Let's do it. And I said, on purpose. He was so happy. He was so excited. On purpose. I was like, that's my fucking idea. You have no right to tell anybody about it. And who the fuck said that I wanted to work on that with you? And his voice completely of changed. Of course, that's like, like a freaking yeah. And he was like, "Bucket of cold water." Yeah, oh. and he was like, "Yeah," and he was like, after like two weeks of just like hanging out all the time, all the time. Um, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, oh, okay, okay, uh, okay, sorry." And he hung up. And he was wearing my T-shirt. I made this T-shirt, and he was wearing it out. And that's one of the things he said. He was like, everywhere we go tonight, everyone's asking me about what I'm wearing because it's so fly. And I keep telling him, it's your design. But like, he was so happy. And I was like, so happy inside. But she had just called me. She had just called me and been like, you know, I'm about to give birth, right? And you know what I did? I couldn't trust my own judgment because I was too close to the situation, right? So I asked my little brother because my little brother has, like, he, he'll he tell you straight. Uh-huh. And so I was like, yo, Ali, like, you know, this this girl, she called me. And he goes, oh, about that model staying at your house? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, mm-hmm, what about it? And I go, I, his, you know, she said that she's about to give birth. And he goes, well, that's really fucked up, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that would be really fucked up if you did that, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, so you shouldn't do that, right? I was like, I guess so. He was like, so you should tell him to go the fuck home, right? I was like, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I didn't have the guts to do it. So instead, like, I did it that way by being, like, mean to him. Got it. Like using you know, it in. Not even just like, it's like stop. Because I feel like what you said was worse than just being like no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I overdid it. Wait, is that one of the rings from last night? Huh? The one you're wearing. 
The ring. Yes, yes, this is the one I took, sorry. No, don't, oh, actually, yeah, then just write down which one it is. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay, so then I know to replace it. <laughs> I'm glad I saw it. Just tell me what it, lo- do you know what stone it is? No. Let's see. It is. I showed it to you yesterday. Mm. It's like a labradite. Yeah. Actually, that's really good for you. How do you well, feel wearing it? I don't know. I love it. I just feel like anything that comes I love from it. you. It's no, no, like... no, because you have such like a good energy. I love it. Okay, mm-hmm. good. So we'll do that next season. Maybe we'll do that for Virgos. Yes. Right? I agree. Because it's your Virgo and you picked it. And I it goes it. like it's really going like it's with your cleanse. outfit. Yeah. Clear, clean. Yeah. Did you see the black one? I love that one the yes. most. I love, love. It's very fierce. But yeah. I feel like I'm not ready for that one yet. Yeah. So the next morning he left. Just out of nowhere, he had canceled his ticket. He had already, like, gotten a mattress, like, a different mattress. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. The next morning. And you know what happened? Yeah. It was, like, the most awkward thing ever. I didn't want to say goodbye to him. I don't know. I was just, like, uh-huh. whatever. Um, so I was just, like, in the bathtub, in the bathroom. When he was getting his shit together? When he was leaving. Because I just, you know, like, I just wanted him to, like, knock on the door and be, like, bye. Yeah. The bath was running. I was obviously in the bath. So I figured he would knock. I would say yes, and then he would say, hey, I'm leaving, and through the door, you know, and I would say bye. Uh, so I'm in the bathtub, and he knocks on the door, and I said yes, and he opened the fucking door. <laughs> and I was like, hey! <laughs> and he just stood there for a second. I was like, wow, this kid could yell. Like, what the fuck? Two weeks ago, she was all up on a mistake. Now she's like, what the fuck? got like i think he gets he's a guy he got so shocked like he just stood there for a second with you the door yelled at me, i would have been shocked too and i know you forever i'd be like oh my god what the fuck happened you never yell that's so out of character i was really that's sick. the scary part this is what like why is she yelling like what happened that's true if i start yelling something is really wrong but exactly yeah. for me it's not that yeah like I like if i scared. lose my temper something is very wrong that's why yeah yeah, but, but he See, just... even the cops got involved in <laughs> Yo. And that keeps things lit here. So, yeah. So, po, he just po. stood there for a second with the door handle like this. And I was like, close the door. No, he was just like, I don't know what he was doing. And I was like, close the door. And he was like, close the door, please. Close no, the door. I did it. I didn't have time to do all that. Fuck you. I was legitimately in the bathtub trying to have like a through the door, you know, goodbye. Like, you know, who opens the door to a bathroom? You can't open a bathroom door. You have somebody else. The person in the bathroom has to open the door. You know that. No, you don't walk into a bathroom. And they talk to you through the door. They say, what do you want? And you say, hey, I'm leaving. And you say, bye. I'm obviously in the bathtub. You were, like, definitely thinking of this like a movie scene. (laughs) You were not putting in, like, (laughs) like, this is my life. (laughs) So, what is it? So, you were thinking soap opera. Yeah. I'm always thinking soap opera. That's the problem. I was going to be in the tub, and I was going to be like, hold on, let me put the water off. I can hear you. I don't feel like that's a fucking soap opera. I feel like that's fine. That's like what I, I legitimately thought that's what was going to happen. I was in a beautiful bath. 
there were flowers in it. It was beautiful. And, like, I looked great. See, he was a soap opera. <laughs> I had you my hair, like. into your own. Yeah. You into character. Yeah. I was, was like, your name? It was, it was my, an amber. No, what it wasn't was it? like, a, it was like a look. It was like, I had my hair, like, like tussled a little bit and then up but like messy Ooh. up so it was like kind Guys, of falling see her hand can you use that again that was like a whole fucking no, step like, right now no yes <laughs> yes amber yes it was like Moving tendrils falling like around my face like i really did the look it was like i'm in the bath look you're doing a look right now <laughs> <laughs> I this is my pinstripe pink daddy look yo the neighbor next door she was like um <laughs> I went down to get the food. She was like, she goes like this. She tugs on the edge of the rope. She goes, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> and right, I could like, argue. It would be like a lot of strikes. <laughs> What's going on? No, I go, um, uh, well, Anne. <laughs> I, said, I like to act very much the way people act. Like, so if you like talk to me like an older white woman, I will talk to you like an older white woman. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. So I said, well, Anne. I've decided that I'm going to wear my pajamas in public because I travel so much that I can't tell the difference anymore. And she goes, I bought a few caftans. And I was sorry, and I was thinking that I should wear the caftan on my next flight. And I was like, I think you should. I think caftan, a caftan is one of those big ass Middle Eastern looking things like a moo. She okay. goes, <laughs> bitch why you always do that to people whenever people sh- tell me like a crazy fashion idea i'm like that would be amazing <laughs> right and but the smart ones the virgos are always like would you wear it and i'm like no <laughs> but this one i told her i said you know caftans are really in she goes are they and i was like yeah i was wearing a caftan last night i was wearing one last night remember yeah that was pretty <clears throat> she goes oh well i'll definitely wear one on the next point and i was like Maybe you should get yourself a robe. <laughs> oh my god, Amber. This is actually a dress. That's a robe dress that I've turned into like a robe robe. I like taking things that are like way too expensive for every day and turning them into my everyday staples because it confuses the fuck out of everybody. Like it's just like a very, like I feel like people buy really expensive things and they put them away and they use them once a year. Mm-hmm. And I just have never understood it. No, you buy it to use it. I want to use it. I want to use it every day. I want to do shit with it. Like, I... I want to go for walks with it and, like, hang out with it. Come on. Looks. You know? Wait wait for the Jamaica looks. That's going to be on a whole other oh level God, this year. With my new so teeth. Fancy. The fucking Jamaica looks with my new teeth. <gasps> Forget it. Oh... <gasps> I'm going to be like in a one-piece the whole time. A one-piece? I always wear one-pieces. Or like really high-waisted. You have the body for the... High-waisted bikini. Because I just can't wear it after pregnancy. The low-waisted stuff. Like, not even like body-wise. I just... I don't know. Even when I was telling you when that guy was like talking to me at the airport and I was wearing mad baggy clothes and I was kind of confused. Like, why are you talking to me now? Last time you saw me, I was like totally different. But, like, I just, I don't know. I can't. I'm tired of everyone getting to see how I look all the time. 
like I'm getting like even though I like doing it too but like I just for every day I really don't like the pressure no of course you know I like baggy clothes I always have actually because I would wear my brother's shit you I know remember. like I remember your little hoodlum days yeah I definitely did that right oh my god after we finish potting I'm gonna tell you what happened last night oh my god I can't tell you I can't tell you but I will say this that if I had kept going with the podcast last night like when I was gonna but then I turned it off Jesus Christ oh my god I was screaming (laughs) the tea oh my god the the tea tea. I can't wait to spill the tea (laughs) the tea so yeah, so do you have anything else you want to add about men who provide? Because I feel like if there's any concept that gets a lot of blowback from men, it's the one where we expect them to be at a certain level of success before they think about procreation, which in my opinion is the only time as a responsible adult that you should be thinking about sex because you can still get pregnant on the pill. You can still get pregnant if you use condoms. And unless that person is down to have abortions with you, you better figure that shit out before you start fucking if you don't have the money to provide for a child. I just don't see how... I don't know. Unless you don't want kids. Unless you, like, spend three grand and get a vasectomy and just say, fuck it. And just kind of... Yeah, I think, like, you know, it's 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 different times. I mm-hmm. think women also deserve a break. I feel like the pressure is always on us. You know, like, mm-hmm. we should take care of it. We should, like, get our tubes tied. You know, a vasectomy, to my understanding, is reversible. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in a monogamous relationship where mm-hmm. you are going to be with your wife, do it. And it's an outpatient procedure. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know, more men should do it. And if, I guess if you're single, why not do that? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It seems like, considering that most sexual assault is by men, it would seem logical to control their reproductive Agreed. apparatus more than ours. 100%. You know, and yet if you're going to, I mean, let's just roll with their approach. If you're going to put yourself in a position where you think that you have the authority to have govern our womb, right? If you're saying that you can't, if you're saying, let's just go with it. If, you, if you're saying that you can't, then you're putting yourself in a position of dominance. You're saying that I have dominance over you. So then shouldn't you provide for me? Like, if you don't want us to be able to have abortions, shouldn't you be paying for everything for us? Agreed. I mean, not that that would make it okay, but I'm just saying, even by their own logic. I mean, I feel like we don't even need to give those examples. It's like, look at the reality of where we are. Look how many unwanted and abused kids there are. Mm-hmm. How many kids are like... And animals. Yeah. Oh my God, by the thousands. Yeah. I mean, just to keep this on, on, you know, and animals are very dear to me because I love little animals, but I mean, just kids, mm-hmm. just basic basic things they don't have Mm -hmm. so i don't understand why we're so up in arms with lives that haven't even happened Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that maybe shouldn't even come Mm -hmm. you know yeah god forgive me for even saying that but you know not all life should have the privilege to live if it's not going to be a good life Mm -hmm. well and it like it just begs the question right like if you think that you have the right to do that then shouldn't you take the responsibility of providing for it i can see how if they said abortions are illegal but every child born the state will provide free education free health care you really don't have to do anything except to be emotionally there for the child it wouldn't be any like more fucked up 
but it would make sense by their own rules, by their own mm -hmm. logic. But you can't say that I have dominance over what you do or don't do, but I have no responsibility about how you do it. That you have to master on your own. That you have no, to just take I care of. I think it's horrible that people be hiding behind religion. Yeah. Always religion in the middle to, to advocate something that is just a human a human right. Like, no. no. Yeah, it is weird that it's based on you Christian know? policy, right? Yes. Because church and state are supposed to be yes. separate. It's not supposed to be based on Christian values. You know? And, and it's really the debate of, like, when does the embryo or when does the fetus really become, like, life? When, mm -hmm. when does life really begin? Mm -hmm. And one can argue, but I feel like if you're in your very early stages, fuck life. Like, mm -hmm. I'd rather that child not be born than that child turned out to be the child that you know, is going to molest or rape or burn some other kid in mm -hmm. the future. Mm -hmm. Like, we have a lot of that already, mm -hmm. you know? The like Tibetans it, and the Muslims believe that life starts at nine weeks. And there's not much, like, I don't think there's, yeah, it's just, it's not an issue in the same way. I feel like the reason they make it a religious issue mm -hmm is not because it naturally actually is. I think it's because it's just a, such an easy way to control everybody. Of course. Like, nobody's paying attention to anything of else. Of course. And, you know, they, they... Like, media propaganda, they feed you all the negative. They yeah. make you feel like you're a terrible person, that there's, like, you know, choices and all these things. And and they make and you feel like everyone's talking about it. They make they make it so that just, everyone I has to I feel like it's such it. a personal decision that, mm -hmm. like, I don't even know why it's topic of conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it shouldn't even be really discussed. I can't believe that it's 2019 and, like, we're reverting back. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Blows yeah. my mind, you know? Yeah. Blows my mind. Yeah. It's, it's really... I feel... I really seriously dumb. feel exactly the same way about guys who are, like wanting to fuck who don't have shit it's exactly like the government trying to control if you can have an abortion or not but they're not gonna give you shit it's yeah, like how like how why should you have access to something that you are not qualified to have access to that's my only questioning like where are your own standards like wh what kind of standards do you have for yourself what kind of man are you going to present as if you're taking me on a date and you have $100 in your pocket and that's all you have. I'm not talking about you being my friend. If you're my friend, it doesn't fucking matter. But if you're trying to sleep with me, like, like how do you feel about yourself as a dude? How, how much money do you need to have so you can roll comfortably in the world and sit across from me at a table and like not be stressing about anything? But that's the thing, I think that there are very few of you. And they're more probably women that feel a lot less empowered, mm -hmm. that are, have a lot more insecurities, that don't necessarily have a strong father figure, that have like taught them like a little bit how to respect themselves a little bit more. Or in my situation, I had all the best examples. Sometimes you yeah. just you know happens, but women fall for that. Like I, I don't get it either. There's so many beautiful girls that I see every day. You know, and young girls. I'm talking about 14, 15, 16. Yeah, it starts really young. And beautiful bodies, beautiful faces. And mm -hmm. these girls are being manhandled by, like, three guys at the same time. And it's all fun and jokes. And, like, I remember being that agent. That shit didn't happen with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, the grabbing and the touching and mm -hmm. the, the kidding and she'll smack them. But she'll, mm -hmm. it, but it's it's all fun. Mm -hmm. You know? 
mm-hmm. you know, I used to laugh about it, but even like this whole like twerking thing, it's disgusting. Like now when you go to like <laughs> clubs, they're like, they look like little babies. They're like 15, 16 years old. And, like, they're twerking? Really? 15, 16 year olds? What clubs are you going to? Like dances? They're school dances? They twerking at the school dances? I've seen on YouTube. Wow. Jeez, I guess, yeah. I guess that's, that's On it. YouTube, I saw this, uh, I have this theory that twerking is really good for the ovaries. No, twerking could be good, but for example, there's like a like a different thing. You can twerk like fun and you're yeah. like dancing like that, but when you're 14 and 15, there's really no reason for your ass to be a little kid's penis. Like, like that's not dancing. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's, listen, that's... Uh, you know? I think that's... Uh, I, and, I Yeah. And I actually saw it on YouTube. I get not YouTube, but I get it on, through YouTube, I'm assuming, but on my Facebook feed, and it's... It, it looked like it was like some sort of like town party somewhere in Central America. Okay. But what's disturbing about it is that it looks like kids, or maybe because I'm 42 and it's like yeah. seeing my son. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. seeing 12 and 13, like Valentina's age because Valentina yeah. looks older than what she is. And like Anthony's age and they're all doing, like it's, it's not a dance, it's so sexual and it's just, it's so wrong. <laughs> but do you remember the way we were dancing? <laughs> but I wasn't like that. Carolina. I wasn't bent over. Carolina. Do you, you remember? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so fucked up. No. Do you remember coming to my high school for that school dance? I remember a dance. You remember? The fancy building and the little room in the dark there, and there were all these guys from this like guy, guy school. It was like when I was a freshman. So it was like, Are you big, sure I went with you? Yes. It was like, right. That's how I know that you know Caroline. It was that one night that you came, because everyone was like, whoa, your friend Caroline is beautiful. And I was like, I know, bitch. On Fifth Ave, remember? I remember quite somebody pieces with you. Yeah, we, yeah, we, that's true. We've gone to a lot of places. Okay, so we went, and they were playing like rock. It was like weird and bad. And it was just, like, not really a dance because they took our, like, alumni parlor, which is this, like, tiny tapestry, like, really she-she room. And they just turned the lights off. <laughs> they were like, girls, girls, this is the dance floor. And we were like, what? This is jokes. Like, ew. And they turned it in. And then, like, these guys started showing up from the guy school, like, two blocks away. Um, and I think it was either you or me, probably me, that complained. And, like, towards the end of the dance, they played, like, all our reggae shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we, I was dancing with the Filipino kid. And, no, we were sophomores. This is 10th grade. Um, My bad. This is not 9th grade. This is 10th grade. I want to remember this so bad. Yeah, I think I even have a picture of you from that night. So I, I definitely have proof of this. Um... And you were dancing with somebody. He was cute, though. White boy. Definitely white. Definitely, definitely a white boy. Um, and you were getting down. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I was one of these girls. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We were both one of those girls. I'll tell you what. I'm that girl every day in my apartment. All by myself. I am. I'd be dancing like that every day. I'm so ratchet. It's like not even funny. But it's fine. You're your own woman. You pay your own bills. You have your own. 
No, it's not even that. I just feel like, I don't know. I'm not, the only person. Yeah, both the Scorpios know how to dance really well. Like, really, okay. really, really, really well. And, like, I don't know. I'm just not, like, I can't, like, really get into you, into you. Like, I could be into you because you're beautiful. I could be into you because you're smart. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you don't know how to, like, dance, dance, we're never really going to get it on. Like, how we could. <laughs> because you see. <laughs> because, yeah, because the rhythm's not there. If the rhythm is there, like, your body is like, hey, yo, oh, babies, yeah. babies, baby. You know, like, yeah. So I just, like, I don't know. Like, that's just something that is rare, and you just come across uh-huh. it when you do. Like, you can't really, like, find that. It's just, so like, true. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so that's a good wrap-up. We're almost at time. Thank you for hanging out with us. This is so fun. Um, Thank you so much for the amazing response to the one I put up yesterday. Hopefully, we'll just keep doing this for the next three months, right, while I'm here, and then we'll pick it back up. Um, Yeah, and maybe we'll invite some more people over to hang out with us and smoke with us and talk with us. It was so awesome to hang out with you guys and share our thoughts, our yeah. crazy thoughts. In the flamingo room. <laughs> in the flamingo yes, room. The flamingo room. It's Miami up in this bitch. I see this in Time Magazine. Yeah. Black and white. I think it still blows my mom's mind that I was in the New York Times. I know, my parents were so proud. <laughs> oh, the neighborhood was proud. The neighborhood was like, hey, yo, umber. <laughs> Umber killed it. <laughs> yeah, shout out Aisha. Thank you for that. I know you're listening. I love you, and I'll see you in London in August. Um, all right, guys. We'll be back again soon. Love you. Yes, I know. I'm I'm doing it. It's your girl, DJ Nark. Carolina, say bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.